Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. So on this humid afternoon, I am off to speak to the lovely Jade Jones to see how she is. Jade, you're looking very chilled there. How are you? Hi, I'm all right. Um, I haven't got my children this afternoon, so I'm just chilling in my living room. I was going to do this outside and top up my tan, but... It's a bit in and out today, isn't it? But you definitely get tanned in this. Where are the kids? Um, Ian has got them this afternoon. He's taken them out for lunch with his mum and his brother. Oh, very nice too. They're out there busy living. Do you think that's what we should all be doing? I just don't even know. <laughs> what people want to do with their lives. Like, do you want to go out and pretend like everything's fine? Spend money that you haven't got? Mm. What do you do apart from go for a walk mm. when we're in a period where we haven't earned anything for five months? I know it is a it is a bit bonkers, but but if we had the money, if money wasn't an issue, do you think we should be out just doing normal stuff? I mean, where's your head at at the moment? What do you think's going on? I do you know what? When the announcement happened this time, I it didn't bother me. It really didn't bother me. I was a bit gutted, and it's annoying that we have to keep moving our clients out of the diary, but. Now, the second time when they said we could come back and then change their minds, I was devastated. I, I literally cried for the whole day um, or the whole of the afternoon. Whereas this time, I don't know. I just, I think I, I just feel over it. Mm. Like, I can't, I feel like I've got no emotion left. Mm. Um, and what can you, like, we can't change what the rules are. Um, so I'm just, I'm just accepting it. It is what it is. And when we come back, we'll come back and it'll be amazing. It may not be exactly the same as it was before, but yeah, I'm just kind of, I just, I haven't got the energy to mm. focus on it and dwell on it. Do you think it makes sense though? Because they haven't changed anything else. The pubs didn't close. The beaches didn't close. They just decided that we weren't going to open. And I struggle to see why or how that's important to them and why we have been selected as the thing that isn't allowed other than the wedding reception. It's a man's world, isn't it? Um, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. I don't think they understand our industry. I don't think they realise what we do behind our salon doors. It's absolutely insane. But I do agree with the fact that our industry is not a necessity. Mm. however that doesn't mean I agree with the fact that we are closed and pubs are open like that is disgusting but they just they don't understand people don't understand what we do well I think we are as necessary to people's lives as going to the pub surely what having your eyelash extensions done yeah I'd rather get my eyelash extensions done than go to the pub well we would <laughs> I guess the pub is like an outlet for a lot of people, like mental health as well, I guess. I mean, I don't think a pub should be open over us. I don't think either should be open. And I think if one should be open, it's us, definitely. We're far more hygienic. Mm. Um, but I do agree that what we do is not a necessity. 
but yeah a pub isn't a necessity either a lot of the stuff that is open isn't a necessity it's just shocking that they've left us behind yeah it is being overlooked isn't it and being sort of totally sidelined and not even referred to as of specific beauty disciplines we are referred to as close-up services it was nail nails nail salons for a long time and now we've been promoted to close-up services and the fact that we work behind like how is that even justified we do work behind but we do reach over i mean there is no getting around the fact that we are close to people's faces at times okay so we will be wearing ppe and our client will be wearing ppe but i get i get i get it but i don't get the inconsistency with the fact that you can go and smush up next to somebody on a beach or go and get absolutely bladdered and sit in a pub with however many households it is ridiculous but what can we do nothing but then well this is what we've all been racking our brains about all i know and it feels we're just so inert we just there's feel... nothing to do about it it's really fucking annoying it's so but annoying just have to sit here and accept it and try and survive in mm. our lives with the mental stress the financial loss like clients messaging all day every day i just had one of my girls message me um, and she wrote about my styling manual bless her little heart she was just like oh i just want to message you i feel really bad i haven't shared your manual like please don't think that i'm not supporting you but i my clients will not leave me alone she said i've got 80 mm -hmm. clients and they are messaging me daily so i put a post on instagram to say i am not responding to anyone at the moment i need a few days off 35 people messaged her back about appointments like there's that as well it's so hard the pressure and then some of my other girls people are messaging them saying please can you do my lashes i won't tell anyone and they're like no i can't i'm not insured and then they reply and say oh well can you recommend someone that's doing them it's unbelievable no it's heartless i know like and just daily you're losing not only money but clients to other people that yeah. are doing it and do you know what i I'm definitely not judging people that do it. I'm not because we are all in our own situations and you know, people need to survive and we're safe. We are not adding to the virus. So I don't judge anyone. It is just shit that people are losing clients because their clients are going to these other people that aren't necessarily following the rules. It's such a swings and roundabout situation. And there's so many people that are saying, you know, they're talking about the second wave, but there's no actual evidence of it. The numbers are, you know, recorded in such a bizarre way. And there's, you know, lots of people doubting whether it is actually even as bad as they're saying. And, you know, there's fear that there might be another lockdown. And whew, I just, I'm so lost, Jade. I, like you, I'm over it and I'm numb and I'm empty and then i have periods of feeling really pissed off and you know put something pops up on my instagram with you know like there was a girl today she's amazing ellie someone or other she's got three kids she came on she gave all of the statistics from wales from scotland from england she, she i mean you must go and watch it I, there's a link on my story and then it just gets you thinking are we just all supposed to accept and take all of this lying down and stick our masks on and not open and 
till whenever? I just don't even know. And then you look at Ireland and Scotland. I think Scotland still can work, can't they? And they're allowed, they're allowed to oh, lash. I missed out Ireland. Yes, they are. They've been lashing for weeks and nothing's happened. But that's the same in many parts of Europe. It's just sad. It's really sad. It's really hard to accept. But at the same time, I just think if I let it get to me, I'm just going to be on a downward spiral. I just mm. can't. I know. Well, at least other bits of your business are going well. You do seem to be, you know, on fire, Jade. Well, I've said it before. I'm a workaholic and give me time and I will do more. <laughs> so I've had time and yeah we've i've launched quite a lot of various businesses and bits and bobs over the past five months so in that sense you know it's been a massive positive it's just um again a swings and roundabout situation you know swings i've managed to start a few businesses i've managed to get a bit, little bit of income during this time and then obviously on the other hand a part of my other business is is failing do you think it's ever going to get back yeah yeah do you have no doubt a hundred percent it will hundred percent um it's going to take a little while to get it back up to what it was before with the number of clients like people are used to their eyes without lashes i'm used to my eyes without lashes you look great with no lashes i said it on your insta post thanks i put um yeah strips on the other day and i just i i didn't like it too much yeah yeah so i'm sure when i have a set of lashes properly and i've got my lippy on i'll feel amazing again but right now and i'm sure lots of other clients will feel the same they're used to their how their face looks without them they'll be you know your die hard lash lovers that want to come back straight away but yeah it's going to take a while to build it back mm -hmm. up but it will get back to normal but it has to it better bloody be soon <laughs> i don't know i don't have any faith for the 15th of august Oh, we're 100% not opening on the 15th. That'll be new guidance, won't it? I mean, yeah. and I'm certainly not booking anyone in until we are actually open. No, I'm going to wait until, usually they do it on a Saturday, don't they? So I'll just wait until that Saturday goes ahead and then open my books from the Monday. Yeah, lots of girls did that and I'm so sensible. I had the, such stress on the, I mean, I only had three clients in on the Saturday, but it was not nice. Yeah, I, I luckily didn't have anyone in just because I don't work on a weekend. So it was just the Monday. Um, but yeah, cancel. Well, I haven't. They're all still in my diary. So when we do get the go ahead, I can literally just move everyone in date order that they're in. So it's not too difficult. My clients are really understanding. I message them and they say, OK, and that's that. Um, it's just palaver. So what about the aesthetic side of your um, business? You do lots of other treatments as well. Are you not allowed to do those either? Sure, I haven't checked, but I'm guessing if we're not allowed to work on the face, we're not allowed. I know that people are doing aesthetics for medical reasons, but I don't do aesthetics for medical reasons. What, meaning if you're a nurse or a doctor that does Botox or fillers or all of that? Well, if you're doing it for um, the armpits, for excessive sweating. Yeah migraines I mean I do Botox and it helps people with their headaches but I'm not I'm not medically trained to be doing it that way and I it's highly likely that I could do it and nothing would ever happen but I'm just not prepared to take that risk and mm. potentially get a fine and have 
that on my business. Um, my, all of my clients, to be fair, booked in for the first week were aesthetics. Mm. I only have three lash clients in. Oh. So that's a bit of a hit because you expect that money as well. Finance coming in. Um, but yeah, most of my, the clients that I see is aesthetics. Mm. I need to start posting about it more because I've kind of gotten a lash rut. But yeah, yeah but I've got three or four lash clients. <laughs> a lash rut. Really? Only three or four? Lash, yeah, I've got four clients that will book back in with me to have full sets, and then oh, everyone else wow. my girls. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. I don't even I don't really do many lashes. Wow. Um, obviously I train and work with students and stuff. On the odd occasion, I'll do the, my girls in my team. But yeah, no, I just um, have kind of pulled away, and by doing that, it has enabled my business to grow like mm. it has. My business would not grow if I am working within the business doing lashes, I had to take a step out to work on it and it has boomed since. So if anyone is thinking about growing their business, you've got to take a step back a little bit. Did you see that Hannah Pajato has totally stepped off social media completely? I did see that because I went to message her and I couldn't find her Instagram. Not there. You can only contact her email now. Locked me. Um, but yeah, no, she's, she's not on. No, she's gone. She's gone. You can only contact her via email now. Why? Because she stepped off to concentrate on, on the business. Very sensible. But... I will miss her, though. People want to see her. Yeah, I want to see, see her, her little face. I... about Hello Kittens. Yeah, my business isn't at a stage where I could completely walk away because people know my face because I'm always there. So yeah. maybe it would, but I don't think it would. But it's also, it is very time consuming. So I do get it. But wow, you know. Oh, it's constant, constant. I've had a few days off over, well, over the past week. And it's, it's been really nice, like not posting. I've mm. been a bit, a bit more on it in the last couple of days because I've launched the manual. So I kind of wanted to post that. Um, but it was nice not thinking about, you know, the posts and replying to people because it is constant. It's really hard. Mm. That must have been hard for Hannah to keep on top of everything else that she does in, and she personally replied to everyone. Yeah, yeah, no, she had it. She was great. Well, it'd be very interesting to see, you know, how that whether she comes back on or not. Maybe she'll just have like guest appearances here and there. Presumably, she will. Yeah, good for her. I mean, yeah, I don't feel like she necessarily needs to be on social media for her business to run any differently. No, but she said she wasn't going to judge any competitions or speak at any events either. She's stepped right back just to literally work in the office, just building and... Yeah. Wow. Good for her. Wow, yeah. So um, lockdown has been eventful for you. You've been really busy, obviously, but you've had some serious things to contend with, all the usual stuff, but you, you're on the move. You, I mean, what's been going on? Yeah, it's all been a little bit stressful. Obviously, I've spoken on here a couple of times about my relationship and how obviously I work so much and it affects my relationship and it's not just my work it's lots of other things but yeah Ian and I have called it a day um which is very sad oh my god I didn't think I was gonna get upset but yeah. oh of course oh Jade honestly I've cried so much I've recently just been like there's no more tears left. And if I start, I won't stop. And I haven't cried for a long time. Oh, babe, sorry. I've just opened the floodgates for you. Oh, no, I think that's why I've been the way I have 
with the work situation. Mm -hmm. Like, cause I just cannot let it affect me. Like I don't mm -hmm. have that mental ability to take on anything else. Um, but your kids are so little. So, you know, of course, you know, this is, this is, this is massive for you. A big oh, decision. They're, they're one in three. Um, but it's, it's amicable. It's not, you know, we haven't fallen out. We haven't cheated on each other. We don't, you know, we don't necessarily argue. It's just, we are very different and we've grown apart and rather we've tried to make it work a couple of times. Like I had a break during lockdown. I went and stayed with a friend, came back and we decided we were going to really give it a shot and make effort and, you know, spend evenings together not work mm. as much. And neither of us really made that effort to, mm to make it work and then we had a bit of a argument it was it was so stupid like literally he went into the shop and got me and his mum a coffee <laughs> um and I have been with him for nearly eight years I have sugar in my coffee he didn't put sugar in my coffee and I just said to him have you put sugar in here and he was like did you ask me for sugar oh I was like, no but I always have sugar and he literally is Round around, he was like, did you ask me for sugar? And I was like, and I literally just broke down and I just thought, it's just, yeah, it's, it's not working. It's really sad. It's been a long, you know, we've been together a long time and it makes it harder when there isn't a reason mm. apart from just that you've grown apart. And because like my friends are like, are you sure this is the right decision? Mm. Like, are you sure you're making the right decision? Because, because it's okay. Um, even now, obviously, I'm still living here. I'm looking for houses. Our landlord has sold the house. Um, Ian's going to move back into his house that he currently rents. So he'll move back there. And I'm currently looking for a house and a salon. Um, so I found a little salon. Hopefully, that will all go ahead in the next couple of weeks. And then I've viewed so many houses and they're just not right. So, yeah, I'm just in the process of finding houses, which is also stressful again, without having work for six months and using my savings to survive, um, knowing that I'm going to have to, you know, pay for everything on my own with my babies um, is really stressful. Hence taking a break a little bit from social media just to give myself space, some headspace. But yeah, so it is literally... But will you have to pay for it all on your own, will you? It's going to be... No, will you? Won't Ian have to help you? We'll have the children 50-50. Right. So you... Right. Okay. Wise, you know, it's not... He doesn't earn more yeah. than me. Um, so, yeah, obviously I'm not going to take the absolute mick and make him support me when I... Right now it's difficult, but, you know, in a few months' time when I'm back up on my feet, I'm perfectly capable of looking after myself. Um, will you be able to bear to share the children I think I'd be quite mean about that or I know I wouldn't be able to be um, when he brought it up it made me really sad and mm. I thought I don't I, you know I don't want to lose my kids 50% of the time um, but one thing I can never take away from him he's an incredible dad like yeah. he's incredible he adores those children um, and you know, when he's not working, he is very much a dad and he gives them his time. And who am I to tell him that he's not allowed to have them 50% of the time? Like, who is he to tell me I'm not allowed to have them 50% of the time? I just, I couldn't do that to him. No. Do you um, think you'll split fair. the week or will you do like week on, week off? 
no, I definitely don't want to do week on week off. I can't no, that would be gutting. Um, yeah, we'll split the week. Um, and I'm looking at houses that aren't too far from where his home is in Maidenhead. Um, so it, we've we've talked about it all. And on my days, you know, if I'm not doing anything and he wants to see the kids and he's free, you know, as long as I've got no plans, fine, and vice versa. Like, that's the really nice thing about it. It is amicable. Um, obviously, he's going to help me out early days because I haven't worked and he's, you know, he's been furloughed and now he's back to work. So he's in a slightly better financial position than I am. Um, but yeah, it just makes it hard because I just keep thinking, you know, is it the right decision? Since we've broken up, we've got on so well because... We, we don't need to argue if he's home from late he's home, he's from work late you know he's home and I'm kind of just accepting that and trying to adapt to life on my own without having to rely on him I know it's the right decision it's just how do you think you'd feel if you found out that obviously not now but you know when he meets somebody else how, I always think how would you cope then that sort of speaks volumes I've thought about this a lot um I don't think he will meet anyone for quite a long time he's not he's a know. man though men are really shit at being on their own they quite often go from one to another not in be on his own forever yeah he's very independent he likes his own space he likes his own things he likes his own home he likes to work and do what he wants when he wants um he's not you know he's not massively sociable he doesn't necessarily go out drinking or party with the boys which is what you know what I wanted when mm. when we supposed to be together but yeah, the more it's gone on, we are we are very different. But yeah, no, I don't think he'll meet anyone for, for quite a long time. And I spoke to him about it and he just said, I cannot even like explain to you how far away from my mind that is. Um, but yeah, don't get me wrong. If he met someone that was like super slim and toned, who was really successful and like the most beautiful looking girl in the world, I would obviously be devastated. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know who knows it's never you know never say never but um yeah we're just very different and right now I'm not happy um yeah. maybe I think both of our careers have a have a part to play in that um I suppose in a way the kids are little as well so they're going to grow up knowing this is the the normal thing half with mum and if we're not too far away from each other um like in races so he's away quite a lot like last week he was away thursday to sunday what night he race he race he races caterums oh does he okay yeah, God, so, those things are lethal yeah so he um he was really good back in the day he started racing in 2006 and he, he used to win all the championships he was very very good and now he has a business where he he, he owns a race team so he supports other people that race and yeah, so he's constantly at all, at all the different racetracks around the country. He goes, you know, they go and race internationally. internationally. Um, I posted, I don't know if you saw it on my story a little while ago. I went to the unit so I took the kids there and God, they must have 50 caterums in his, in his unit. It's pretty cool. But yeah, he's away a lot. Like during the race season, mm -hmm. four or five days every other week. Mm -hmm. So I'm used to that and the children are used to that. So hopefully for the kids, it won't, interfere too much for Indy she's one yeah he's complete mummy's girl um it I, I don't think it would affect her Jax it will a little bit he's totally a daddy's boy um do you think Indy her. will cope when she's away from you for those few days a week um I guess she'll have to 
she'll just have to adapt. I mean, I've got my mother-in-law, Ian's mum, who looks after the children for us four days a week. So she's still going to do that. She'll mm. just, you know, on Ian's days, he'll have to come home when she finished and, and finish when she finishes and vice versa, he finishes. Um, yeah, I don't know. Can you imagine though, Jade, on those days that you haven't got the kids, you're going to be even more of a workaholic. You're going to need to be so busy so that you can't even realise that the kids aren't there. <laughs> well, that's what I'm thinking. Like right now, I need to, I need to, I feel like there isn't much more I can do, but to push, like to make myself, to make it work in the first year without obviously having the support of Ian, I do need, I am going to have to work harder. So it will it will give me that time guilt free yeah just grow grow the business and i do need to take a step back and have some fun and find my friends again i mean i've still got my friends but i don't make as much effort as i as i ever used to because yeah. i'm so engrossed in my work whereas recently you know i've been seeing all of my friends again um i've got such a supportive network of people around me obviously with everything that's going on it's been lovely amazing so would you be up for protesting or not haven't got the energy all the time no no i mean hats off to the people that are going to go and do it and fight for our industry be like i have massive respect but mentally absolutely not something that nothing I'm, left no <laughs> i literally have nothing left just um yeah energy for my babies what do you say to the girls out there that are on their knees that don't have a plan B currently that have no other strings to their bow other than, you know, they're purely lashing and they are on their knees financially. What hope do you have any words of wisdom for them? But it's so tough, isn't it? A couple of my girls are in that position. Um, and one of them, you know, she's going to write a manual. She's actually going to help me with the adhesive manual um, to try it for a bit of extra income because it is taking so long to write. It's so much more involved than I ever thought. Um, <laughs> but I guess just try and think about, yeah, other income streams. I, sort of, mm. I think that's easier said than done. But like, that's exactly what I did when I got to the point that I had so many clients i know right now they can't do it but that's when i took someone else on mm. I took someone else on and gave them some of my clients it freed up my time to think about what else i could do next um and then there's obviously training for anyone that is a fully booked lash artist and they want to take the next step obviously training is a logical step there are so many people that want lashes so many people that are trained in lashes there's always going to be room for students um so yeah. yeah i just think take a step back and think about where you want to go do you want to carry on lashing all day every day mm. if you do perfect and if not think about where you do want to go you know have a look at the people you inspire on you're inspired by on instagram and think you know that's what i want to do do i want a product do i want to write a manual do i want to teach um or is the industry just not right for me anymore yeah do you is know any girls that are stepping away completely not stepping away completely, but like quite a few of my, you know, lash girls that I talk to all the time that are very successful are contemplating getting part-time jobs, doing yeah. something else, just to give a bit of financial support. Because in addition to everything else, we, we hardly get any support at the moment. It's terrible. No. I know lots of people are hanging on for August the 17th to do that second self-employed 
yeah aren't but it's small for most people because most self-employed people plow all of their profits back into their businesses so their profits show low and loads of people have fallen through the cracks so i do think there should have been way more financial help for us if they're if they're looking at keeping us look how we are the last to go back other than strip clubs bowling alleys casinos is it you know it's a very short list of people that aren't allowed to work that haven't been out allowed to work surely they should have ring fenced some extra funds for these businesses and at least some of those businesses have been furloughed yeah because they've all got employed staff like our industry predominantly is self-employed so there's yeah. nothing my business last year i launched pre-jades i spent practically all of my earnings on pre-jades my accounts were so small i barely qualified for that grant like i got a little bit so i'm not going to turn my nose up but just it's not enough it, it just covered the ppe virtually oh well they've got this grant they've got this little scheme haven't they you can claim 80 percent back well can you though i was looking at that and i spoke to caroline noakes the mp who's you know has kind of been trying to fight our corner and she said to be honest, she didn't think we'd have hope in hell of getting that. Oh. Well, I haven't looked into it yet, but I was talking to Amy Domit about it yesterday because I've bought quite a lot of PPE. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know if it's just a PPE thing, but she said it was, it was, oh, is it the local enterprise partnership scheme, I think? And she, she said, to be honest, she didn't think it would apply to most of us. There is the beauty-backed um, charity organisation that's been started by Caroline Hirons. Are you aware of that? That is a massive um, fund. They're Trini, as in Trini and Susanna, donated 25 grand. Um, they're now up to nearly £200,000 of charitable donations. There's a... Um, a there's the fundraising side of it, but there's also the change.org petition um, connected with it. And they are raising money for, yeah, £240,949 they have raised in three days um, for, for businesses like ours, well, probably not ours, but for those girls that are really struggling, um, which is just amazing. They're doing the government's job, really. So how do they choose who's eligible for it? So they, they work out eligibility with the, the charity are used to doing it. They run other, it, it, you have to apply for it. So I know it's a tough one. Of my girls, no. Yeah, because one of my girls literally is, she's a single mum, lives on her own, can't work, doesn't get universal credit because yeah. she was on maternity um and she's literally had no help like it's devastating so she should she would she would be good to apply for this i mean it's amazing to see if you look at the top donations who's donated trini has donated 25000 she's the top um donor but elemis have donated 10000 pounds cult beauty have donated 10000 pounds there's another anonymous one of 10000 um, the Abnormal Beauty Company have donated 10,000. Caroline Hirons um, donated 10,000 pounds herself. And they're all up there. Dermalogica, 5,000. Murad Skincare uh, UK, 5,000. Ren, 3,000. Medicaid Skincare, two and a half. 
it's really good to see that there are some big names up there that are, you know, coming together and, you know, we haven't been forgotten by everyone, you know, which is... What's it called? I'm going to send it's it. It's called, um, hang on, Backed, uh, Beauty Backed. They've got a, an Instagram page and they've got this GoFundMe. And the Instagram is called Beauty Backed. Yeah. Oh, and Caroline Hirons, H-I-R-O-N-S. She's amazing. She's doing all of these incredible lives. She's totally fighting our corner. Five days ago, they created this. They've raised that in five days. I've just sent it to one of my girls. It could help some, some people. If you don't go hungry, don't struggle to feed your kids, you know, don't struggle well, to pay or mortgage or your rent. She had a little bit of savings, but... No, she's single with two children. She was she has been saving for years and years to buy a house and now she's just had to use it all. So she's back at square one. Oh, so it's sad. Desperate. It's desperate. But it's lovely to see the industry coming together and supporting one another because what else can we do? We're clearly not having the support of, of our government who are supposed to protect us. And the feeling of being overlooked and not counting is not nice, is it? I mean, how lucky are we that we do have this Lash Bubble, a community of Lash artists, and we are all there supporting each other. Imagine if it, we were, you know, some Lash artists that don't know about this little Lash world right now, like I didn't for two years, being in this place that I am right now without, you know, every single Lash artist that I've spoken to over the past month. It would just be such a, a more depressive place. I know, it's keeping us all afloat. But, you know, camaraderie can't keep us all afloat forever, can it? We need more. We need to be working. We need to be out there. And we need to start living our lives because our kids are never going to get this bit of their life back. None of us are going to get this bit of our life back. And I'm determined to try and feel less afraid and get out there and just start doing my thing. Okay, I might not be lashing, but hopefully soon, Jay. Well, it's gonna, I reckon this will go down in history. It'll be taught in schools. Oh, yeah. 100% after they've studied the Second World War, this will be next. Um, but on a positive note, I am training tomorrow. Oh, right. So what format does this take? So because my courses are held over one day and a half. So my yeah. theory is, my practical is done on the second day. Yeah. So that's just going to be pushed back. Yeah. So we will be social distancing. Um, I am going to ask students to wear masks. I will be wearing a visor. Um, and it's just me talking to them, going through the theory in the morning, theory in the afternoon. They're advanced students, so they are all already trained. They're just learning Russian volume. Um, so they'll go away and I will teach them how to make fans. Um, I've got it in videos, so I can send them videos of on the strip, sticky dots. So they've got all of that. They can go home, watch the videos, practice their fans and pro make enough fans so when they come back to do their practical they'll be able to practically do a full set. Bish bash bosh. Yeah I mean I don't think it would work as well with complete beginners but no. because they are already trained mm. um, it makes sense and giving them homework is going to be easy and the more they can practice making Russian bands the easier the practical would be when we do get the date to do that side of it. So there'll be no uh, mannequin heads or anything. It's all just theory based, and you on your whiteboard. They are going to use mannequin heads. Okay. I don't need to be. I don't really no. need to be close to no. them. I can, I can bring up the videos of the um, fan making. Yeah, on my I've got them already, so I don't need to be any closer than yeah. a meter, really. 
Yeah. Um, I can watch them making fans from a distance. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, good luck, Jade. It'll be a bit like oh, your old life, sort of. I know, I'm going to go and set up the salon in a minute, actually, and get it all ready and then just post, post the rest of my orders. Oh, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for speaking to me and for your honesty yet again, Jade. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thanks. Like my little therapy sessions. <laughs> Get it all out. You feel um, better now. Yeah. Now I can go, go on, on with my day. Now I've had, had my little outburst. <laughs> thank Love you. Me. And I'll speak yeah. to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Nice.